Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of Move Out Draw Fire. I hope everybody's had a good weekend, good week, good whatever it has been since I you last heard my voice, the voice of an angel. Um, I don't know what's happened to you since then, but for me, it's been a little, it's been a little different than normal. So, one thing I can say is uh, this past week, weekend, whatever it is, uh, my daughter's daycare has been closed down for two weeks because one of their employees caught COVID. So, um, times are a little bit stressful because she's not in the uh, preschool that we wanted to put her in because they shut down because it is the daycare. So, it's a little bass backwards right now as far as uh, how we planned on things going. But, we're working it out, no problem. So, I read an article today, and it doesn't matter where it's from, that <clears throat> veteran suicide is an all-time low. Well, I can't say all-time low. It is down, because it was 22 a day, now it is down. Um, it's not gone, but it's down. So, that's, that's progress. We're making progress. Um... I don't know if what I'm doing is helping anybody. Um, I hope it is. If not, you know, whatever. I, I do this for kind of my own uh, my own way to outsource. Not outsource. How should I put this? This is kind of a coping mechanism, I could say. Just getting on here saying what's on my mind. Um and then just putting it on the internet and seeing how many people will view it, how many people will, you know, can understand what I'm saying, can uh, have similarities, uh, emphasize or um, sympathize, empathize, whatever it is. This is why I do it. It, it helps me, and if it helps me, then I'm going to do it to kind of help anybody else who might be out there dealing with maybe the same stuff that I'm dealing with now. So. That's kind of why I do it. I know some people do have their own um, kind of vices that they, they succumb to when it comes to dealing with depression or the PTSD or whatever. This is mine. Uh, this and video games. So um, these are my outlets to kind of relieve the stress that I feel on a hourly basis. So... If you do listen, all 14 of you, I appreciate it. Uh, if, if it's less than 14, then somebody's listening to this more than one time. That's kind of weird, but all right. I can dig it. I appreciate everybody out there listening. I know I'm not any kind of, not, I'm not even in the same universe as kind of like a, a Joe Rogan or another um, huge podcaster. But at the same time, I'm doing this for me as well as everybody else. If I wasn't doing this, then I'd probably doing be doing something a little bit more uh, destructive, kind of non-constructive. It would be more destructive than constructive. So take it how you will. Uh, this can be kind of a short one today because um, I don't I don't have that much to talk about. Um, but there there are three things I wanted to hit on this list today. And number one, now I know 
I, I tell everybody I'm not into sports. I could give a shit less about sports. Um, I don't care. However, I like watching them. Well, football and hockey. I cannot watch. The only time I'll watch baseball is a highlights reel where somebody rushes the mound and tries to fight the pitcher. Uh, I'll watch racing highlights when there's crashes. Uh, I'll watch NBA when there's fights. I'll uh, Or some kind of crazy physics-defying shot that is made. Great. That stuff's, you know, it's kind of awesome. Um... Hockey, I'll watch all the way through because that is entertaining to me. Football, I'll watch all the way through. But usually it's highlights of either fights, crashes, um, something spectacular happened, something that shouldn't have happened, happened. And it's the miracle uh, game-winning shot or something. Uh, Lately, I have been watching a lot of the baseball highlights of people getting ejected for either cheating or... Uh, talking back to the umps and then you know the, the, you got the umps who are just just blind as all hell and uh, same thing with kind of like the Detroit Lion refs um, so <clears throat> I am going to give a prediction right now now I don't do many predictions because they don't come true but I have I have predicted this I've seen it in a dream I'm lying I don't dream about football the 2022 Super Bowl winners. I have on a good, um, not a good source. I have, how do they say it? I have good. I have on good authority that I know who the winner is going to be for the 2022 Super Bowl champions. If you don't want to hear it, plug your ears. It's going to be the New Orleans Saints. Mark my words. The Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year. If you thought I was going to say the Lions, you are bug nuts insane. Don't ask me why. I just have a feeling it's going to be the Saints this year. They might be the underdogs. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be, you know, Tom Brady's move to, what is it, six rings now? Seven rings? I don't think it's going to be him this year. Even though Tom Brady is one of my favorite players, I don't care what team he's on. He's one of my favorite players. So I may have lied. I do know a football player, Tom Brady. I did know a lot of football players back in 2002, 2003, uh, because I was a big um, Oakland Raiders fan when they were back in the Super Bowl. I mean, you had uh, Romanowski, you had uh, Gannon, uh, Janikowski. Um, oh, God, there were a bunch of them. Um, well, I mean, that was 20 years ago now. So I did used to follow football a lot, and that was my favorite team. Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, they were on there too. Charles Woodson was a uh, Heisman Trophy winner in whatever year that was, so... I did, I did pay attention to football back in the day, but I don't anymore because I don't care. But Tom Brady is one of my favorite players. Always will be. Um, so that's that. Now, as far as like a Stanley Cup winner, uh, Detroit Wings. There you go. 
I don't have an good authority. I just want them to win because I do like the Red Wings. Um, MLB World World uh, Series. Uh, I don't, the Yankees. I don't know. Are they even? Are they still playing? I have no idea. Is baseball still going on? I have. I have no idea. So take it for what you will. All right, moving on to the next subject. This is kind of this is going to be very brief, but I want to give a big heartfelt thank you. A the the warmest thank you I can give to this person. I have never met this person. Uh, this person has never met me, but this person throughout the years, for years, has has given me the best gut-wrenching laughter I've had. Some of the best. And it's mostly from Saturday Night Live, back when it was still good, and some movies that he did. But I want to give a big, heartfelt, and sorrowful goodbye to a Mr. Norm MacDonald. Today is September 14th. He has passed away as of today at 61 uh, due to battling a long-time cancer. Now this guy, he has played some of my favorite roles in Saturday Night Live. I will say my favorite role he ever played was as Burt Reynolds in the Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live alongside uh, Will Ferrell as Alex Trebek and a few others who play uh, Tom Hanks was in a couple of them Um, the guy who played Sean Connery I cannot remember his name for the life of me but he and Norm MacDonald who played Burt Reynolds on Saturday Night Live were some of the greatest memories I have of that show so, I am sad to see him go. Uh, I know what impact he had on my life and the community and the comedy world as a, as a, as a whole. So, we lost one of the goods today. We lost one of the greats. So, I hope everybody is with me on sending him a fond farewell. He's already gone, so maybe he doesn't care about us anymore, but... We're sure going to miss him. All right. Now, on to my third and kind of last subject here. I was playing a online game with my brother-in-law, Michael. Neo Monoxide. And I forget the topic of conversation, but the term I used was you can't swing a dead cat without hitting fill-in-the-blank. What kind of sick, perverted psychopath is swinging dead cats and hitting shit? Who made that up? What what sociopath thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to refer to this as one of those times where like, man, there's something so close I could swing a dead cat and hit that. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to coin that phrase. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting fill in the blank. 
Are you shitting me? That was your idea, is to swing a dead cat? Who keeps dead cats besides hoarders? Who don't even know they have dead cats in their houses? Those people are sick. Who swings a dead cat? On top of that, what are all these other nonsense, uh, psalms, not psalms, but these nonsense sayings, like, uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Um, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Uh, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting something. It's, what is wrong with people to come up with sayings that are just so nonsensical that it's put into normal uh, grammar and vocabulary for somebody to spit out and regurgitate later to try to sound like, oh, well, it sounds philosophical when I say this. No, you sound like a dumb shit, and I want to punch you in your face because you're stupid. Tracking? All right. So, um, speaking of swinging a dead cat, I worked at a company in Beaverton, Michigan, and I worked the night shift. And on night shift, we had a few characters. Some of these characters were a little off. So, one day, a friend of mine, we'll call him Mike. Mike has a bunch of dogs. Those dogs killed a cat. His wife said, you got to get this cat out of here. So he said, okay, I'll put it in the bed of my truck and I'll toss it in the trash or toss it out on the road on my way into work. Seems logical. You know, don't let the dogs eat them. Save them for the coyotes or raccoons or whatever else can thrive off these dead things. So he drives to work and now this is night shift. So he gets there at 8 p.m., 10 p.m., something like that. He's already forgotten about this cat. So on one of his breaks, he goes out with a friend of his. I don't remember his name. Let's call him uh, Carl. So Mike and Carl go out. Mike says, hey, man, I've got this dead cat in the back of my car or back of my truck, in the bed of the truck. What am I going to do with this thing? Well, Carl says, hey, you know what you should do? You should take that dead cat and put it on somebody's rear windshield. So when they get in their car and they look in the rearview mirror, they see a dead cat like a Garfield stuck to the back of their window. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Funny. Everybody else thought it was funny. And then he actually did it. He took this dead cat, he put it on a person, back of the person's car. Now he put it on the back of this person's car because he knew that that person wasn't gonna have a shit fit about it. They would think it's funny, ha ha ha, and then play pranks for the rest of time or however, whatever. Hitch in the plan. There is somebody there who did not like that. And that somebody is the girlfriend of Carl. Well, Carl's girlfriend found out about it. She didn't like it whatsoever. And she snitched. She snitched hard. So, Mike had to apologize to the whole, whole shift, even though we knew who it was. He had to apologize to the whole shift. And the only reason why it wasn't pushed further, because I believe Mike had a little talk with this girl, said, hey, if you tattle on me, if you snitch on me, your boyfriend's the one that gave me the idea. So they dropped it. So he got put on no, no documented counseling, nothing crazy like that. Just like, hey, don't do it again. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, 
you have what's the moral of the story you have killjoys wherever you work that will snitch on you for any little thing that you do if you work in a a, a company where there's only three or four people that you probably not you probably won't have a snitch if you do i mean everybody knows who it is anyway but if you work in a company that I worked at where there's uh, hundreds of employees throughout the 24-hour shifts, uh, three different schedules, nine different departments, whatever it is, it's a little harder to nail down who the snitch is, but there's always a snitch. Always. So try to find out who it is and don't do anything around them. I'm not saying go out and find who it is beat the shit out of them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, fine. I'm saying... Judge your audience when you pull jokes or practical jokes. When you tell jokes or do practical jokes. Know your audience. If you know there's somebody in the audience who will snitch on you because what you're doing could be considered um, illegal, immoral, or unethical, uh, somehow offensive, whatever it may be, if you think one of those four things... Um, I mean, obviously it's not going to, well, I mean, all right. So out of those four things, if you know somebody's going to snitch on you for breaking one of those four rules, then don't do the, whatever it is. Don't tell the joke. Don't pull the practical joke. But if you know, you can trust the people you're around and you know, your audience, I would say in my professional opinion as being, uh, if what I consider a funny person sometimes, uh, one who can judge my audience as to what I can say and what I cannot say. Do what you can get away with. I'm not saying murder. I'm not saying commit a felony. By no stretch of the imagination am I saying go and commit a felony because you know nobody will snitch. However, um, Illegal, immoral, unethical, and offensive. If you can... Alright. I'll say if you can get away with it, get away with it. Moving on. Uh, that's pretty much all I have for today. It's going to be a short episode today. And, again, I'm trying to put together some, some stuff to try put on YouTube. Some reaction videos, stuff like that. Uh, I will say this... Uh, my brother-in-law, Mike, he put up a Facebook post saying that a company, um, I cannot remember the name of it right now, I applied for it, is offering $1,300 for anybody, well, to a person, they're going to pick who it is, or a couple people, uh, but you can get uh, put into a drawing, to, you'll get paid $1,300 to watch 13 horror movies in a matter of three, four days, something like that. So I put in for that and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll watch some horror movies. At this point, you know, what, what could really scare me besides, I'm not even going to go into it, my, my brain goes to a dark place when I try to um, kind of articulate what puts fear into me. I've seen some, I've seen some of the worst acts of of mankind humankind i've seen some of the worst atrocities that could be committed and for me to again articulate what what puts fear in me what scares me would bring nightmares just night terrors 
just waking sweats to probably people who have never witnessed it. Um, people who have never even thought about some of the things that I might have seen. So, um, so as far as horror movies, seeing, what is it, Jason goes after some uh, teenagers who are uh, fornicating in the, in the woods somewhere in a tent. That is entertainment. To see Jason Voorhees just, just smoke some fools. With a machete? Oh, I love it. To see uh, Michael Myers chase around his sister? That stuff's funny. Chucky? Oh, come on. A doll that kills people? That's amazing. So, I'll leave it at that. Uh, quick recap. Super Bowl. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, don't swing, Can't swing a dead cat people need help um norm mcdonald tragic passing yeah well i mean he was probably dealing with a lot of pain so he's probably glad that it's gone over now so uh i hope that brings some sort of relief to the family that he's not suffering anymore and the best news of all that veteran suicide is down it's not done but it is down so help is getting out there so i'm i'm happy to report that and I hope everybody else has a fantastic, I'm talking stellar, next few days until my next episode. I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate everybody for showing the love, sending me messages, um, talking to me about the podcast or the YouTube channel. You know, I appreciate that. Uh, Everything that can be seen or heard, uh, I'll put the links in the description below. I'll put a link, um, for, I'll put a phone number or a text message number for the Veteran Crisis Hotline that you can call or text if you don't want to talk. Um, put in links for my YouTube channel, put in links for the uh, podcast sources. That's pretty much all I got today. And I appreciate everybody for listening thus far. I know my audience isn't huge. My audience is only uh, in the double digits, and that's barely double digits. So I appreciate everybody for listening. And I hope, again, that whatever you do, you do it for you. You do it for you. You do it for your family. You do whatever you can to better yourself, to better your family. Get out there and get it. Not mean. You picking up what I'm putting down? You mopping up what I'm spilling? I can dig it. Anyway, I appreciate everybody. And I tell you this in all earnest and confidence. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I command you. Move out. Draw fire. Thank you.